This is Morning Motivation for Educators on the Bee Podcast Network. Learn about all the shows at beepodcastnetwork.com. You'll hear from a variety of formal and informal educators who help put this podcast together. If you'd like to contribute your voice to the show, please go to morningmotivationedu.com to apply. I am Karen Dudek Brannan. I was a school SLP for 14 years where I specialized in language literacy and executive functioning and also held various teaching, leadership, and research roles. Now, I am the host of the De Facto Leaders Podcast on the B Podcast Network, where I help school therapists, teachers, and administrators be leaders on their school teams, no matter their job title. School professionals that I interact with face moral dilemmas on a daily basis. So this is true for teachers. It's especially true with a lot of the therapists that I work with. And this is because they're legally mandated to provide services that are educationally relevant. So the goal of therapy and intervention is not to optimize functioning, but rather to provide a reasonable amount of intervention to ensure access to the curriculum which is different from the goal of some outside therapies and what the general public might think. And this can be challenging because many parents and sometimes the outside therapists and medical professionals don't understand the school eligibility guidelines. And this means school therapists and administrators and teachers are put in a very difficult position because they have to explain to families why their job isn't to provide the best services, it's to provide good enough services. Obviously, this isn't because people in the schools are trying to be stingy. It's because they're working in a publicly funded system and there have to be clear guidelines about what is and isn't covered. But of course, if you work in the schools, you probably know a lot of these things. Now, you also probably know that people don't decide to work in the schools with the goal of being adequate. They want to be life-changing, even if they're not legally required to do it. Yet the fact that they're working in the schools means that they're given capacity for things to be adequate. And many people will debate on whether or not people in the schools actually have the bandwidth to provide services and instruction that is adequate. I'm bringing this up today because one of the most important ways to understand how to help and make things better is to understand the problems that you're dealing with and to ask the right questions. So here is my question of the day. As a therapist who was trained in more of a medical model and was trained in a lot of the protocols that do have the goal of making things optimal, I remember how I felt each time I would attend a seminar or a conference during my first few years in the schools, particularly the time that I attended my state conference for the first time. I know that after And during a day of sessions that outlined protocols I knew I'd never be able to deliver in the school systems, I started to feel extremely inadequate because nothing is worse than being told by other professionals in your field that you're missing key components of intervention, but then going to work day after day, questioning whether you'll ever live up to those standards. And I think that a lot of people in the schools feel the same way. They have the knowledge, they have the skills, but they don't always have the bandwidth and the resources just because of the system that they're working in. And at the same time, they don't want to leave because they're committed and they want to help those kids who are in that system. Of course, this is a big problem to solve, but I think one of the best ways that we can start answering this question is to shift from this idea of making everything child-focused. 
Let's be honest, if you work in the schools, you care about the kids. I don't think that people working in the schools need to be more child-focused. I think the questions that we're asking about how to make things better actually need to be more adult-focused. They need to be focused on what the adults need. And this is partly how we handle professional development. It's important to note here that a good way to provide professional development goes beyond just providing seminars and then just kind of leaving people to implement on their own. The intervention and support that we give for the adults needs to have the same care that we would take for the kids, which means that we need to understand how adult learning works and how to do it effectively. I actually have an article on my blog about how we can start to make this shift. It's called K-12 Professional Learning. It's about what the adults need, not just the kids. And my blog is at drkarenspeech.com backslash blog. It's one of my most recent blog posts. So you can check it out for more details on how this can look. The solutions that we're suggesting, if they're all about what the kids need, they're not always feasible for the adults because the adults are there to provide adequate services. But nobody really wants to be adequate. We want to be life-changing. And if we want to be able to do that, we need to make sure that the recommendations and the training that we get shows us how to use these evidence-based interventions in a school setting. Many of them were not designed to be feasible and practical in the schools. And the way that we provide training often doesn't give professionals the tools that they need for the direct implementation. Just dumping a bunch of information and leaving is not an effective way to learn. We would never do this for kids, so why would we do it for the adults? So if you're working in K-12 education, whether you're somebody who is working directly with kids or if you're in a leadership position, this is where we need to start advocating for what the adults need. Your call to action today is, how can I ask better questions so that we can be more adult-focused? and make sure that the adults have what they need to support the kids. For more information about how to do this, check out my recent article on K-12 professional learning on the Dr. Karen Speech blog at drkarenspeech.com backslash blog. Thanks for listening, and whatever role you have in education, we have a podcast for you at bepodcastnetwork.com. Who among your friends and colleagues needs to hear this message today? Please share it with them right now.